0: Hello everyone, this is my girl Lassie Show, and welcome to Did I Make You Shiver? I want to say happy Friday the 13th to all my horror lovers. Tonight will be very special. I'm going to put up three different episodes. And the first one is true crime, since I didn't do it yesterday. But this one's going to be a little bit bigger, because I'm going to talk about families in general who kill together. So that's going to be something interesting. The second episode will be very short stories. But it's those kind of stories where you're like, wait, why did it end? What's going to happen next? Oh, my God. So it's going to be kind of bone chilling. So be excited for that. And then the last part, the third part episode is going to basically be me talking about some of my favorite things I like to watch or listen to that terrifies me but makes me feel like I'm getting that good scare whether it's movies, stuff on YouTube, books, whatever. I'm gonna explain that in that episode and also you need to stay tuned to the very end of that episode because I am announcing something really big for my listeners. So let's get started. If you're new, welcome and tonight we're starting off with the first episode Once again, called True Crimes, Family That Kills. In the 90s and early 2000s, there was a Russian family, wife, Anessa, her husband, Roman Pakove, and also their daughters, Victoria, which was 25, and the youngest, Anastasia, which was 13, seemed like the perfect middle-class family. But little did everybody know, their fascination and their drive was really just robbing and killing people. It was obsession with them. And I believe they killed over 30 people. This wasn't for any specific reason except for... They enjoy the torment of it, torturing people from pregnant women to little children, policemen, anybody you can think of, they tortured and killed them. So when they were finally caught in 2009, and this was only because the oldest daughter, Victoria, was stabbed to death. I believe she was stabbed, I want to say 37 times by a rival gang. The police were able to catch all the family members. And when they they went to their house, they found grenades, silencers, ammo, everything basically an army needs they found. And strangely enough, the wife who later on she confessed everything, she said she always been a gangster and that she loved the thrill of it. So if you want to know more about this family, um, just do research. We Or I can do an episode about them. You can let me know. I found this story particularly very interesting because it, they didn't really have a reasoning except for we just felt like killing and robbing people. So I want to, I just want to get into the mind of figuring out why though? Like, what made you say, you know what, this is gonna please me? So, I don't know, I might do a story on it, we'll see. So, now to the next family. The next family comes from South Korea, the Xiong family. It was a group of former convicts who were released from prison, but they were far from being reformed. So basically what they did was they kidnap rich people, they demand the ransom, and return. And if they did not get the money, they would basically take an axe and chop up the bodies of the victims and dispose of the evidence by eating their flesh. The gang was eventually caught by 1994, and all six members were given the death penalty oh my god cannibalism that just oh i don't even know what to say that should be blowing the fuck out of I me mean, but that's that family let's move on to the next so these two sisters i'm gonna bring up actually won the guinness book of world record for most prolific murder partnership and well there probably shouldn't be a war for that But unfortunately, there is. The two sisters, formerly known as the Dea Suscenzeles sisters, were raised by a strict Catholic mother and a very abusive father, which was also a corrupted officer. He always told his daughters if they even think about leaving, he'll make sure he make them sex workers. So eventually, when the sisters grow up, they open their own bar and basically turn it into an underground prostitution ring just to, I guess, spite their parents, which makes me think, why would you want to do what they wanted to do to you? Well, your father wanted to do to you, you know? But like I've been mentioning before, people just, instead of taking the situation and trying to become better from it, they just, they do the opposite one thing that stuck out to me that was very ironic was they would actually bribe the local police force by allowing them to sleep with the most beautiful girls for free. Once again, that's me going back to your father threatened you with that, but now you're doing it to other girls, you know, but anyways, these women will become addicted to drugs and die from poor health conditions. Many of them were forced to have abortions and will not survive the back alley surgeries that they perform. Crazy. The bodies began to pile up and the only reason why they were caught was because there were policemen that were out of town who caught wind of their operation that they were finally brought to justice. Oh, these two sisters? are responsible for at least 80 deaths, and all of them were women. So, crazy, crazy shit, man. This is probably another story I want to dig deeper in because of how dark it was for them to grow up, how dark it was, so maybe I'll keep that in mind. But moving on to the final and last story. Now, this is a story of three brothers named... Ray, James, and Linwood formerly known as the Briley brothers. They lived in Richmond, Virginia. They were born in the 1960s and they were raised by their mother and father who they had good jobs and they were respected in community. Their parents were actually very loving and caring and there was never any sign of abuse or anything towards the children. However, when the eldest Linwood started going to middle school, he instantly started showing signs of a psychopath. He started to bully other children, and his little brothers, they were looking at him like he was basically a hero. So James and Ray basically copied Linwood's every move and also became big bullies. Any type of discipline their mother and father tried to do, they still couldn't control them. They couldn't, they didn't calm down at all. So eventually the mother left because she thought, well, my life is in danger. What if I wake up one day and they try to kill me? So she left, but the father stayed. And at a certain point he was like, you know what? Let me just lock myself in the room. So I don't have to deal with them or risk my life. Linwood eventually got his hands on a loaded gun. At that time, he was only 16. He decided to use the gun for target practice on his neighbor. He killed 57-year-old Orlean Christian while she was just hanging her laundry in the backyard. He was caught by police because they traced the trajectory of the bullet to Linwood's bedroom. So the bullets match as well, of course, and he was convicted of murder. But since he was a minor, he only spent one year in a reform school, and I believe he was also released a little bit early as well. Um, Further on in 1979, Linwood convinced his brothers by saying, hey, let's start robbing people on a regular basis to fill that um, need to do something bad. So what they would do was act like, go to someone's house, knock on the door, act like they had car troubles, and then eventually he will pull a knife out, and then the two younger brothers will tie up the people that they stole from, and then they'll make sure they're, they basically cover the house in gas and light it on fire, leaving the people inside to burn to death. The fucked up thing about all of this, whatever they did, whether it's rape, murder, torture, men, women, and children, they only got maybe a few dollars out of everything. So they just went around killing doing... God knows what, just to probably get five or six bucks. And that's it. Thankfully, the brothers were captured and they all together, they say they killed 11 people. I think it was more, but that's what they have on record. And ever since that story became public, nobody would buy that family's home because they believe it was haunted in some type of way basically a lot of negative energy that the brothers basically left there, which I think the same way. I mean, how many times have you hear, I mean, maybe it's possible, but how many times have you hear someone saying, okay, people died in this house or all this was going inside of the house that was complete negativity and just a bad energy and they're able to sleep soundly in that house? I don't know. Like I said, there might be places out there where it's like all that negative energy is just not there. But like I said, if it was me, I wouldn't be living in the house that stuff like that happened. All right, you guys, that was the first part of episode 11, Families That Kill. Now, if you're done with this one, you can move on to part two, which is short stories.